This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I want to remind you that May 6th, we will be having our Job and Training Institute. So log on to fathermatters.org to register for that. And today, my friend, my partner, my business partner, my, my, my community partner, Jay Harden is back with us today. Jay, welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Thanks, man. Thanks, Vance. Thanks for having me. Hey, bro, look, we were talking on the phone last week about something that's heavy on your heart, and I just said, bro, stop right there. Let's get this on the radio show. Let's share this with everyone around the country. And today we're going to talk about what you call digital invasion media persuasion. How you doing, Jay? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Now, what is going on with this digital invasion that was so heavy on your, on your heart? Share, that, share a little bit with us about that. Well, it, it started uh, about a year and a half ago, and <clears throat> I, uh, you know, in addition to being a, a, a life coach and a counselor, I also teach uh, seventh grade life science at a private school. And one of the seventh graders was talking about a movie that he had seen, and it was, you know, an R-rated movie. And so I, I did a little research, and I was I was really shocked at the content of this movie and the fact that this seventh grader had access to it. About a week later, I got an email from an organization that I belong to about a <clears throat> webinar that they were putting on, and it was actually called Digital Invasion. It was based on a, on a book that I'll, I'll talk about later. And so I, I did the webinar, and I was just amazed at what's happened over the last 20 years with technology and how it has invaded our lives and the lives of our children. And, you know, it's been about 20 years, so there's they've been able to do studies and compile statistics that are showing the damage that is being done in our relationships, and our families, in the brains of our children. <clears throat> And so this prompted me to uh, to talk to the principal at my school about about doing a workshop based on on this this book. And I, I added the media persuasion because that's a big piece of it. the The media is persuading our children, and they're they're trying to get to adults through their through children, and they're trying to create consumers, and they're trying to create people that are going to spend money on products and all these kinds of these kinds of things. And it's it's deep, and it's a problem, and it is it's 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 in the it's at the forefront right now. And you know, after I did my first workshop, and I was mentioning to friends of mine about it, every single friend that I told about it had something to add from their personal lives, whether it was them or their children, how the digital excuse me digital media is is negatively affecting um, what's going on in their lives. So, man, you sent me some information, and I. My desk right now at the studio look a mess because I got all this stuff. I, I don't know how I can possibly ask you all these questions, but I just pulled something out right here. You have every second, 571 websites are created and every second, 272 
$1,000 is spent online. 48 hours of video is uploaded to YouTube. All the, I mean, you got so much more. I don't want to get warm with this. Every second, Jay, and three and and and. 340,000 years of online video is watched per day. How is that possible? Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy when you when you um you know when when you count the number of people that are involved in this and the amount of hours they're spending per day, you add that up and it turns into 340,000 years. It it's it's mind-boggling, and I, I want to encourage the, the folks that are listening right now not to take my word for it, but to go on their own and search some of the, the, these things out because, you know, it, it's it's alarming. It really is. And, and I'm one of these people, you know, I I take things with a grain of salt. I, I research things, and, and I don't necessarily believe everything I hear. But when I got into this topic, I read the book, uh, Digital Invasion, and I, you know, started studying and, and and getting information for the workshops that I'm doing, <clears throat> I was blown away. I was literally blown away. And so the reason I'm talking about this today and the reason I do the workshops is to raise awareness so that parents can have some tools to deal with, with these situations. Because I think a lot of parents who are uh, have good intentions are just not aware of the types of things that are available for their children to see. And so, you know, uh, there are ways to work it out and deal with it so that we can keep our children safe because I, I, I can't stress how important it is to keep inappropriate media out of the hands of our kids because young minds are very impressionable. They're not mature enough to handle and properly, um, you know, process uh, adult material. And they, they, it really, remember we used to talk in the workshops about arrested underdevelopment? Yes. That's exactly what happens when a child is exposed to adult material, whether it's pornographic, violence, uh, just adult themes, uh, repetitive, um, you know, uh, whatever it may be on the media over and over again, hours and hours. And it, it, they're saying now that it rewires a child's brain. And so that's a little scary. And so parents need to be aware that this is happening so that when their, their child is, is, you know, in front of a screen for an hour or two, they can, you know, maybe develop some strategies that are going to help pull them away from that and get them out. I mean, when I was a kid, we got home from school, we did our homework and we were outside until dinner time. And then we came back in and we had dinner and we went to bed. Nowadays, these kids are spending literally four, five, six, eight, ten hours Mm -hmm. in front of a screen. Per day? Per day. And it's not just the computer. It's the the phones. It's the gaming systems. It's the games. It's the phones. It's it's texting. It's tweeting. It's uh, Instagram. Instagram. You know, and I want to say, you know, very importantly that this is not an anti-technology forum here. This is just, um, uh, it's getting, you know, getting our brains wrapped around the fact that it it shouldn't be abused. I mean, the technology is wonderful. The things we can do, 
the the way we can communicate with family and friends through Facebook and Instagram and all these things and put pictures of our families and videos to show relatives. <clears throat> when I was a kid, if my relatives in Wyoming wanted to know what I looked like, they got a school picture once a year, you know, and that's, that's how they saw my childhood. And now I mean, we can see, I, you know, I have two grandkids, and I can see them on, um, you know, on a text message, uh, a video that comes in on my phone. So so I'm not against technology at all. I think it's it's fascinating, and it's a great tool. I mean, look at what we're doing right now. But the problem is, is when it's misused and abused, and it becomes an addiction, or it becomes, you know, uh, something that we're not in control of anymore, and and that's when you know bad things can start to happen. Yes, because I love what technology can do today. Like I'm in Phoenix right now. You are actually in Campbell, California, right now. Now, that's right. You, you know, so that is a great thing for technology. Now, Jay, you, you know, you also founded your ministry, Family Coaching Solutions. Uh, some years back, you're a certified Christian counselor and life coach. And I want to get back to the kids. Well, brother, share some of the stuff that we were sharing. We was talking on the phone. What is technology when people are coming to Family Coaching Solutions to be coached by you with their relationships and marriage? How is technology tearing up some of these marriages, bro? Well, <clears throat> what's happening is um, people are substituting uh, technology for uh, one of the big things is one-on-one contact, face-to-face contact with, with people. And so, um, you know, you and I both know from the workshops we've done over the last, what, 18 years, mm-hmm. that uh, husbands and wives have a difficult enough time, you know, communicating face-to-face and talking about real events and real feelings and all that kind of stuff. So imagine if each of those two people has a screen to play with, an iPad, an iPhone, an i, whatever you want to call it, how they can be sucked in to uh, to being on a, on a screen instead of taking the time to connect emotionally face to face, and uh, you know it it's um, it usually takes some sort of a you know minor disaster before people reach out and try to get help dealing with with some of these things. But for the most part, you know that that's what it is. One of the one of the two feels ignored. Maybe only one of them is is addicted to a, a screen, and so the other one will go out and and do things to make themselves feel better. See, the the thing with with the uh, technology is that it just like um, you know w- when you exercise, you get the endorphins flowing and the chemicals in your brains. You get you get that release, makes you feel good. <clears throat> Same kind of thing happens with the, with the technology playing a, you know, one of those Farmville games or whatever. And you, I, I've never played it, but I think you build a farm and all this kind of stuff happens. Well, people get that, that same chemical release in their brain when they're playing a game. And so it feels good, you know, and they, they want to keep doing it. And the more they do it, the better they feel. But then, but like any other addiction, when you pull away from it, you, you come down from it. So, so, so communication is the number one issue. Mm-hmm. Then, there, <clears throat> then there's kids involved. I've had clients who have said, you know, my my son's grades were slipping. Uh, one in particular, the, the kid was 15 years old, went from a straight-A student down to getting C's and D's, and come to find out he was staying up till 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning mm. on his phone, playing games, texting, 
all that kind of stuff. And so he was getting two or three hours of sleep. And that's another thing that, that this stuff does. It can cut into your sleep time, which is one of the most important things that we need to, to stay healthy is, is enough sleep. And that's, you know, something that's a, that's a whole other, another show, you know, because people neglect um, getting enough sleep, but, but it's all, all, all this abuse of the technology does is it, it sucks our life away and it, it steers us in a different direction and it, uh, it, it takes away the, like I said, the face to face communication. I remember, you know, being in junior high school and if I wanted to ask a girl to a dance, I had to pick up the rotary phone, put my finger in the hole and dial seven numbers mm-hmm. and then, you know, hang up five times cause I was too nervous to talk to her. And finally, when I did talk to her, you know, I'd say, hi, do you want to dance with me? You know, who is this? Um, Jay. You know, and nowadays, all you have to do is go on Facebook, and you can create somebody who you're not, and that's another issue. Mm. People are creating personas and personalities that isn't isn't even them. And then, you know, you you can you, you can connect with people, and um, it, it's just um, it's a big I don't know. It's just a, a big fa- a fantasy world that if it's not controlled, it can take over and cause serious damage, and so. You know, there are there's a lot of ways to get in there and, and re realign things so that you can, you know, head in a better direction. Um, but again, it, it's raising awareness and, and finding out exactly what what is out there. What's on YouTube? What's on, you know, these different sites? Well, Jay, I want to come back after this commercial. And I'm going to ask you about YouTube and Facebook. Hey, Father Matters Show family, will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters Show to be your community and family resource program by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters Show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org and share the Father Matters Show with your friends and family. Thank you. And we're back with Jay Harden with Family Coaching Solutions. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Jay, we're on fire with this right now because also we're talking about stuff that people really don't want to talk about. We're talking about, hey, there are some pluses with technology. We're, you're, in, you, you're doing this interview right now. You're in California. I'm in Phoenix. Uh, the show goes nationally through Blog Talk, SoundCloud, the Father Matters website. We have a Facebook page for Father Matters. We, you know, but like you said, it can be used in a negative way. Um, so we've got to make sure we're watching what we're doing and how we're doing it. I love before the, the commercial break, you were saying Facebook. Jay, there are people who are creating false images of themselves, taking pictures of someone else and saying that that's them. People have committed suicide. People have been murdered. People have been hurt. Uh, relationships and marriages have broken down because they took this whole fantasy thing to another level. Not only can you touch on that, we were talking about YouTube last week and it's nothing against YouTube either, but you were saying how 
you know, you can get sucked in by, you know, learning how to shave and what you end up really seeing. Can you touch on that a little bit, Jay? Uh, sure. <clears throat> so uh, prior to doing the first workshop that um, that I did on this topic, I, I went to YouTube and I typed in full frontal nudity. And I wanted to see exactly what how far they would go on YouTube. And I'm telling you, I was <laughs> I was really shocked at what what came up. So there are uh, videos on YouTube that show women giving each other enemas. There are videos that show women uh, shaving and waxing themselves. Uh, and I'm telling you, they show everything. There is nothing blurred. There is nothing left out. There are uh, countless videos, and I don't know about you, but I don't need that kind of uh, encouragement, you know, from a site like YouTube with, uh, you know, having that thing and that stuff available. And let me tell you something. All I did to get there uh, when it, with the nudity part, it said I had to click on a, on a little icon that said I was over 18. Now, how many kids can just go ahead and do that? Exactly. Without... You know, and I mean, not only that, but they show actual footage of torture, things that are happening in the Middle East, beheadings, all these videos that are uploaded that we hear about recently, the beheadings that they're doing over there, they're on YouTube. And I'm telling you, I've never watched one, but I had a client who watched one a couple of those videos and he just said it changed my life forever in a very negative way. And, and now, all, I, all he had to do was click, yes, I'm over 18. That, that's right. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want my kids, my no. wife, my grandkids. Absolutely. I don't want them seeing that, that sort of carnage and violence. It's just not necessary. However, it's easily accessible to kids of all ages. And that's, that's, that's one thing that you know parents need to be aware of, is you can get just short of hardcore pornography on YouTube simply by stating that you're over 18. And I, you know, I, I, I use YouTube all the time. You know, I play drums and I, I, I do drum lessons on YouTube and I, I learn, I, there's tons of, of videos right. I, I love, but it's, it can be dangerous. And I use YouTube a lot, Jay. We get stuff that, you know, you couldn't get just 10 years ago. I get a lot of sermons from different pastors, pastors that I would never be able to get the opportunity to sit at their church. But I sure. can go on YouTube. I get information for the show. I do research for the show. And it's like, this is why I'm, I wanted you to be on the show, Jay. And I wanted you to get real and get raw because we're not playing around with this because this is real. And and again, we're not against YouTube. We're not against Facebook. We're just talking about when parents and adults just think everything is innocent and it's not so innocent. And what about uh, uh, bullying now on Facebook, Jay? Touch on that a little bit. Oh, you know, so so let me just share a statistic with you. Uh, uh, Dr. Archibald Hart, who wrote the book Digital Invasion, um, he He's a psychologist, and he said that they used to get one in maybe 100 or 200 teenagers with panic anxiety disorder. And over the last two years, it's risen to one in five. Wow. And, and they've studied it, and they attribute, it, attribute a lot of it to Facebook. 
So someone posts something on Facebook, and then uh, their friends don't click the like button, so they feel rejected. They feel, however, they post a picture of themselves, and somebody says, oh, you're ugly, or you're fat, or you're this, or you're that. Right. And kids, because they're so disconnected from the face-to-face contact, they take that as real, and it, it totally destroys their self-concept. And they get panicky, they get anxiety, they get depression. And so, so that's that's a pretty alarming statistic. And these, like I said before, you know, look these up, research this stuff yourself, folks, and see what's happening out there. I think you'll be amazed. Jay, we got listeners, you know, this all over the country, but 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 I want to focus in on pastors who's listen to, who listens to the show, uh, community leaders, social workers, uh, 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 activists who 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 listen to the show. I want you to touch on the workshops that you do because I want them to contact you because if they don't want to share this, if they don't want to facilitate a workshop like this, they could call you, they could call you up and get you in touch a little bit about your workshops, Jay. Well, you know what, I, what I, uh, you know, one of the main things I like to do is I like to make everybody aware of what's going on. So I like to share some of the alarming new stats that are available regarding digital media use. I like to explain in the workshops how the the digital age is is affecting our brains, um, how to set healthy screen time boundaries for ourselves and for our kids. Um, There's also a phenomenon called digital native versus digital immigrant. Now, a digital native is is someone who was born in the last 20, 25 years, maybe even up to 30 years, and then uh, digital uh, immigrants are people like you and I that didn't grow up with these things in our hands. And so I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but you can hand a phone to a digital native, and even if it's not their kind of phone, they can do things. Like I'm always handing my phone to my daughter for her to help me do things, and she, she just does it. So so they have a knack for it. They grew up with it. They, they, they've been, you know, technology is something they're they're used to and they're comfortable with. And so it's different when you're a digital immigrant or you're a digital native. And so I touch on that a little bit. I like to talk about how the media impacts our children and how it gets our children's attention and how they try to turn our children almost, they use them as a tool. And this is very well documented in marketing strategies uh, with these big companies. Their goal is to get the children on board because who influences parents the most? Their children. We want to give our children everything, and if we don't have healthy boundaries and healthy ways to uh, to, to rein our kids in, then then the digital uh, or the media um, the media folks win. Their advertising gimmicks win, and then we go and spend more money that we don't have on things that we don't need or want. Jay, this is what I want to do because we're down to our final two minutes. Will you come back next week so we can continue this? Absolutely. Okay, because because what's happening is what people don't realize. The reason why I have certain guests on the show that I do because I get the emails from people who want to talk about this or talk about that or want to know about this. So I bring the professionals on, the experts on, to talk about that. But Jay, I don't want to rush through this for now. Since you're going to come back next week, where can our listeners go to get in touch with Jay Harden from Family Coaching Solutions? Uh, probably the easiest way would be Facebook, and I uh, just. Just go to Facebook and, and search uh, Family Coaching Solutions. Uh-huh. Um, my website is www.famcoach.com. Um, my email, j at famcoach.com. And uh, my phone number is 408-449-3057. If 
feel free to call me anytime. When I go to sleep, I, I turn the phone off, and uh, you can leave a message. But I, I would love to talk to people about this because we need to be aware, we need to be equipped and ready to deal with this this uh, onslaught of, of digital uh, the, the digital invasion itself. Absolutely, Jay. This is why I don't want to feel rushed. And I want to take my time. I want you to come back next week. So thank you for joining me today. We, we want to unpack this next week. So thank you for listening to the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless. <laughs>